Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. And before we get started, I want to let you hear 15 seconds of light language. So listen to this. That was Christy doing my most recent activation. We did it for the first time ever on Zoom. All the other ones before have been in person, in groups, or individually. And so this is the first one in Zoom. What we're doing is uh, putting a group of 100 people together to do our first one. It's a four-week activation program. We will record an activation each week for the people in the group and then send the recording to you. Along with that, there will be meditations to do during the week. You can do them at your own convenience, and uh, you don't need to do anything. All you do is listen to it. Uh, they take about 30 to 45 minutes each one, and there's going to be a series of four of them. So you'll have one recording to listen to anytime during the week, plus certain meditations to do leading up to that. And we're going to start this December 2nd. So it'll be four weeks from four weeks starting December 2nd. We're also going to go to New York City in Manhattan, and we're going to be there from the 15th to the 18th. And on Sunday, December 17th, we are holding a live activation at 1030 in the morning. And that is limited to about 20 people because the room will fit. So if you're interested in meeting us in New York, that'll be a really fun thing to do. And you can do a, a live in-person activation as well. If you're interested in either of these programs, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com and I'll send you all the information. We're also offering a discount if you bring a friend. As a result of my activation that Christy did, I have suddenly been completely flooded with energy. I can't remember the last time I felt so good. From the first time I did an activation earlier this year, I've noticed that my belief system is opening. I noticed that my perspective is raising. I noticed that fear is dissipating. I've also noticed that my intuitive abilities have gotten stronger. But I never felt physically different in any way, which a lot of people do. A lot of people get those benefits, plus they feel really good. Plus, during the activation itself, they have visions, they hear voices, they see signs. Uh, it's pretty incredible. But for me, none of that happened except for this last time where I actually felt energy moving around in my root chakra and sacral chakra. And it feels like it was like dissipating some trapped emotion in there. You know, I was very skeptical. Christy and I were both skeptical in the beginning, but we've seen enough evidence from about 100 people who have gone through here at the live activations at the Joshua House. And we're really excited to do this over Zoom. We weren't sure if it would work because one, they never recorded before. And even in the broadcast, it was very glitchy for a lot of people. This one it went all the way through. And in fact, at the end of this podcast, you can listen to another eight minutes of it, if you like, and hear what it is, because it's also singing and the light language changes. This may sound a little bit woo-woo, but there's something going on here. White Light and Joshua have been talking about how beneficial activations are. And Christy and I were, you know, being skeptics, it took us a while to open our belief system to even entertain this idea. But the more we've gotten into it, the more we're very excited about it. And we're very excited about this program that we'll be having. The rest of this podcast is White Light. I asked questions about activations of White Light, and you'll hear all their answers and what they have to say about it. 
So I think this will be a very enjoyable episode. Let's get it started. Hello, dear seekers of wisdom and truth. Today, we would like to talk with you a bit about an idea of a trinity, a sacred union that intertwines the very essence of your existence. In the realm of conscious creation, the mind serves as a gateway to your desires, your dreams, your aspirations. It's like this fertile ground where your thoughts are sown and intentions can take root there. It is where you have the power to create a mental landscape of positivity, clarity, and purpose. But the mind, as powerful as it is, is only one facet of this trinity. It is inextricably linked to this physical vessel that you inhabit, your body, a miraculous temple of existence. Your body is a marvel of intricate design. It's capable of experiencing a vast array of sensations and emotions, pleasures. And it is the vehicle with which you travel through this physical plane. The third part of this sacred trinity is the spirit. And by nurturing this spiritual essence, you open yourself up to a vast wisdom and guidance that flows through the unseen dimensions of existence. Through meditation, contemplation, prayer, any practice that resonates with you. You tap into a wellspring of universal knowledge in that sacred space. You begin to recognize your interconnectedness and that which connects you to all beings. And you awaken to the inherent divinity <laughs> that resides within you and permeates the fabric of your existence. This trinity of mind, body, spirit is a dynamic interplay. It's a symphony of energy that harmonizes your experience. With these three aspects in alignment, you unlock the full potential of your being. It is with this integration that you discover your purpose. With this integration that you unleash your creativity. It is with this integration that you radiate your authentic essence into your world, into this universe. Now, we are happy to talk with you about anything you would like to discuss. We believe we know who would like to begin. I guess it's me. 
today I thought that I would talk to you about this idea of activation, and we've talked about it before. But as I've gone along in the months, we've gotten more clarity around it. <clears throat> I thought it might be great to have a conversation here and just to go over the basics and then the benefits. And And it seems as though when we awaken, we awaken to the idea that we do have a soul or spirit or inner self and that the mind is sort of playing tricks on us because we forget who we are and we feel separated. And then we sort of believe that we are we are our bodies. And so is this awakening process the idea that the three of those are combined into a whole? This is why we began as we did today, discussing the three, the sacred three, the mind, the body, and the spirit. For many of those on a spiritual path, the body is a bit left behind. And the three are equally important in this physical experience. It is one into the other, into the other, and back again. There is not a possibility of one without the other. There is no expansion in the spirit without the expansion in the body and the mind. Do you understand? Yes. And it feels to me that this work that we've been doing over the last 10 years has expanded the mind and the connection to the spirit, but has not involved the body. And this is where the idea of activations seem to be coming in. Is that correct? This is somewhat correct. It is that many of you, those that are together here on this path, many that have been listening and practicing and studying what you have been bringing into the world, have come to a place where the density, we will use this word as many of you understand it, the frequency that you have reached becomes challenging to hold within the physical body without some movement in the DNA, some ability to maintain this frequency. It of course can be done, but it is challenging and comes with feelings of exhaustion, feelings of walking through mud, the sensation that it is difficult to hold this high new perspective. And this activating of the DNA is somewhat there to support this rise in frequency and this great jump that many of you listening to this have made. As we have been doing these activations, can you explain how it works? The best way for you to understand this is to begin with something that many of you know, and those of you that have participated in the QLT program that we have brought forward through Christy, understand this concept. It is that until quite recently, what has been known by your scientists about your DNA are the parts of the DNA that are the genes. 
Yes. The coding sections of the DNA, the codons that produce the amino acids that then produce the proteins that then proteins make up your body. This is what has been known. And this is but one to 3% of your DNA. And until very recently, your scientists did not understand what the rest of the DNA was. And so they called it junk. Now, this is also on its way out. There are many scientists who are beginning to study and understand what this DNA is. And we will refer back to an experiment that was done some time ago that was called the phantom DNA effect result. This is simply putting living DNA inside a vacuum, firing low level coherent laser light at that DNA and watching the laser light photons form into the shape of the DNA. Now we will not go into the details of this experiment as many of you do understand it, but perhaps you would want to read about this. But what has been learned by your scientists about this is that this DNA, this human living DNA absorbs photons and also emits photons. Now let's think about that. These are bio photons. They are emitted by your DNA. Perhaps these bio photons are what many of you see when you say, I see someone's aura. These bio photons are within the visible range. Most have to be trained to see this, but this light is within the visible range. Now, the DNA, you also know, can communicate directly with the quantum field. Your DNA is made up of molecules, yes? Molecules are made up of atoms, correct? Atoms made up of quantum particles and then a quantum field beneath that. And we assure you there is more beneath that. Your scientists are beginning to understand the epigenetics within the DNA. There are layers upon layers upon layers. You have merely scratched the surface of this subject. But within this, your DNA communicates directly with the quantum field and the DNA can organize creative structure within that field. Think about this for a moment. We will give you a moment. Your DNA communicates directly with a quantum field and can organize creative structure within that field. Now, if this can be done, why can you not communicate with your DNA? Well, you certainly can. Your DNA can be changed, moved, activated with your words, your thoughts, and particular frequency. This is how you do it. Now, when we discuss this junk DNA, it is certainly not junk, as we have said. 
the way that your DNA must unwind itself to then have transmission with the RNA, then rewind itself to go around all of the histones and it must do this extremely quickly, the speed of light. If 99 to 97% of the DNA was doing this for no reason, then evolution most certainly would have gotten rid of it. It has not. What if this portion of your DNA is what is responsible for the absorption and the emission of this coherent laser light, these biophotons, right? This larger percentage of your DNA operates as a informational superhighway moving at light speed. It is also known that the non-coded DNA, these sections are much like the syntax of your language. Scientists have in the past made fun of this, this repetitive AABB coding of sorts in this non-coded DNA. But your scientists know now that words and the right frequencies cause this portion of your DNA to respond. This is what is occurring when intention sound, and words of power that are recognized by your soul are spoken directly to you. Your non-coded DNA begins to react and respond, begins to wake up, if you will. The surface benefits of this that would be that one, when this DNA begins to respond, begins to wake up, begins to become active, this helps you as the human begin to remember. You will notice that you have communication that is clearer with your guides with your supporters, with the non-physical. You will begin to receive messages about your friends and those that you care about. You will begin to know that something is going to happen before it happens. You will begin to develop intuitive abilities that are surprising to you because you are remembering who you are. You are remembering where you came from. This portion of your DNA is DNA that is from your soul. It is the essence of your soul. It is the essence of that from which you came in some way. You do not receive DNA from some extraterrestrial place that you perhaps have been. You do not get this from your earth mother your earth biological mother, yet it is there. It is there. It is not in the genes. It is not in the codons. It is in this part of your DNA. And as it becomes active, you begin to remember 
where you are from. You begin to remember past lives. You remember your connection to source more deeply. This is one benefit of this activation of this DNA. It also allows you to reach higher perspectives, perspectives that are not available to you without this DNA becoming active, becoming awakened. You will find that you do not dip into the lower states of emotion because your perspective does not dip as far from that of your inner self. You do not feel the intense anger, the despair, the hopelessness, the anxiety in the way that you perhaps did because your perspective is much higher and stays much higher. It is easier to hold. Your DNA being activated in this way causes your body to become more light, lighter. It is not difficult to hold these perspectives within this lighter body. This activation of this DNA will also expand your belief structure. As this occurs, many of you are unaware that this is happening, but a few of your friends are perfect examples of this. There are those among you, Christy included, that one year ago would have said that most of this was absolute bullshit. She did not believe in galactic encounters. She did not believe in the word activation. She did not believe in light language. She did not believe much in mediums and these things. She thought it was ridiculous. Yet, as her DNA became more activated, her perspective rose and she began to believe in it. And it is now a part of her reality in a very tangible way. This is what will occur for all of you. Your belief system expands to what is possible, period. And it also expands to what is possible for you. Now, these are simply some of the surface benefits that you can become aware of now. As you move along this path, the benefits will begin to be more apparent to you. And there are many. We have done several activations. Me and some of the, our friends have had many. We are thinking that there is a benefit to having a series of them rather than just one. Is that right? This is what we have guided Christy to in this moment for those that she is in contact with and those of you listening to this. At this stage, it is beneficial to do this over and over again. And as you do, different things will be activated, if you will. Different things will wake up. As Chrissy intuitively says and sings the words, draws the symbols, the others that work with her also do the same. The correct frequency for those that are observing, participating, is emitted. This 
is simply like anything else that you might do. It is practice over again and over again, and more of the DNA will respond and more will respond. And it is layer upon layer upon layer. And it is beneficial to do this as often as it is available to you. There is no harm in this. There is no danger in activating this DNA. Would there be a difference between someone like those of us who are on this call now having activations and someone who has never done anything, any spiritual work or thought of this before, but may have been invited by a friend um, and had a curiosity about it, but maybe some doubts as well. We have spoken with Christy about this very concept. The activation that Christy, that Christy along with her friends can do in a one-on-one environment. This is an intense experience. It is an intense physical experience. It is an intense emotional experience. It is an intense spiritual experience. It is quite a bit for the physical body. There are after effects of this. There are some feelings of illness, some feelings of fogginess, some feelings of intense emotional sensitivity. And in this sense, it is not recommended that this type of activation be performed for one who has not awakened at all. Now, you must understand that everything is perfectly aligned and that anyone that finds themselves in this position will be fine. And perhaps it is for them to experience something dramatic in a physical way to then nudge them along on their spiritual path. And this is perhaps what is desired here. But as an overall recommendation with Christy, we have pulled the reins for her on performing activations for some that have asked. We clearly said this is no, this is not time. This experience is not for them. It was the proper experience for Christy to receive the request and then to say no. So then in the summer when we will be selling out arenas and Christy will be on stage with thousands of people and the lighting guy in the lighting booth who just hired for the job will he get any benefit out of this most certainly you must know that you are making christy want to throw up at the moment yes there is benefit for all that are around this there is great benefit in it i had the idea there are intentions that are set that we are continuously discussing this activation process with Christy. We are giving her proper meditations that we suggest for her to give to those that she is going to be working with to help her, to help them to set their intention for this type of activity. And in an environment where there are those who are unaware of what is happening around them, there will be some benefit, of course, and there is a reason for this. Awesome. Yeah, I had the 
download <laughs> that. There could be a way for someone to come into the experience with an intention. And what I understood was the intention would be possibly to ask for more of what they had, more connection with their family, more connection with nature, um, things like that, more connection with their inner selves, more of something. And rather than what we normally ask for, which is what we lack. Is this the idea for the intention? It is beneficial to focus on the desire for more of something that you perceive you already have than it is to focus on the lack of something and the desire for something that you perceive you do not have. In the case of the activations, what we would suggest is a clearing of the mind and a practice of the meditations that we have given to Christy, these meditations of geometry, these focus on geometry. And in that, to allow the frequency, the words of power, to simply move through the body and awaken that which is ready to awaken. The idea of intending to want what is next is where we would suggest you all remain mm -hmm. just in the expectation and the excitement for what is next. And this would include this activation process. The activation to activate this DNA, you need several things. Several things must be in place. That is the the right map to understand what the DNA is and what is happening. You must have the correct sacred geometry. You must understand this and hold this geometry in your mind. This is something we are giving to Christy daily now, and she's beginning to understand what is happening. You must have a state of coherence. This word coherence was repeated over and over and over in your QLT program, and we cannot say it enough. Coherence, coherence of the mind and the body and the spirit. This coherence is achieved with meditation, with contemplation, with particular frequencies this coherence of the brain and the heart. This is an important part of this activation and the effectiveness of it in your physical body. And then there must be the proper words, the proper words of power. And these words of power come through Christy and through her friends that do this with her, the words that are sung, the words that are spoken, the words that are signaled, the codes that are signaled. This is all perfect, but it must be this specific frequency. These things must be in place for this activation of DNA to be effective. We have tried several times to record these. And every single time it's failed, we've tried twice to broadcast them, and both of those times have failed. What's going on there? 
we must ask you, are you surprised by this? Well, yes, but we've seen this happen before a couple of times. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it a year ago. The technology exists for this to be done, for it to be recorded. It does exist. It is available to you. But you must find your way to it. We are offering breadcrumbs. This is part of the fun. But the frequency that is emitted specifically in combination of the friends is not typically able to record on the platforms with which you operate. You have been able to record through a video camera once, not well. The sound does not record well, but it can be seen and slightly heard. The recording of this is not particularly important at this time. This is why Christy has begun to do these individually, one-on-one, -on -one, to test this so that she can continue to research, to find the proper software to allow this to record. And this is coming. It does exist. This does not have to be invented. It is there. We intuitively had everyone lay on the ground with a blindfold on, and they we didn't really talk about what to get into the state of clearing or coherence or think of geometric shapes or anything, but is the idea that you are, um, you are removing the sight or that sense because it could be overwhelming and just allowing the sound to come in. This is correct. The blindfolds are a way to, bring those participating into the gap, into the void. You see when most everything is spaced, if you will, there is the gap. And this is where it all exists. It is in the gap. And this is the point of the blindfold to simply focus on the sound and see nothing see the gap, see the void, begin to feel as if there is no time and no space to lie down, be comfortable in temperature and allow your body to melt into the floor or the chair. This is the idea of becoming nothing and feeling that. And in that, the effectiveness of the sound is just a bit stronger. It is a more pleasant experience for those participating. We've always believed that there should be an exchange of energy when we offer something like a course or something like this. Would it be, would it make a difference if someone paid for someone else? Does the person receiving the activation need to participate in the exchange of energy for it to be as beneficial? This idea is unique to the individual. The exchange of energy is not always specific and meant in the way that you are speaking of it in terms of money. It is an easy way to do this. 
an exchange of some form of energy is always beneficial to both. It is something that anchors the experience with emotion prior to the experience. Do you understand this? Yes. There is something meaningful in this. And by giving my energy to you and you receiving my energy and then giving your energy to me, you have begun the experience by anchoring it in an emotion and something that is meaningful. Mm. This is not necessary in each and every case, but when you are working in large groups as you are, then the individual specific exchange is not easy to observe, not easy to discern. So you set a blanket rule and you do this and it is beneficial for all and it is always attainable, does not matter. If it is for one, then it is attainable by them. Excellent. This, I was going to talk about this idea of opening beliefs because this is exactly what happened to me. My fear was being weird and here I am talking about this today. How would, we have to understand that I believe that we as this group um, are possibly responsible or it would be beneficial for us to bring in others to join in this to to make it available to other people and it seems like this is a difficult thing for me and many other people to do is to talk to this talk to the, talk to others about this and you know get over that fear of being weird I'm far less away from that than I was a year or two years ago but for a lot of us, we just don't share this information in fear of our friends and family thinking we're weird. But it seems to me that for us to do this role in this work and part of this ascension would be bringing other people into this. One of your biggest fears is being cast out. This is ancestral. This is within you. It is in your memory. Being cast out, being looked at as weird, being looked at as someone who cannot contribute, as someone who cannot be trusted, someone who cannot be respected, someone who is weird, someone who is crazy. This is a part of who you are. It at one time met certain death. It no longer does. This is not an easy fear to overcome, yet it is likely one of the most beneficial fears you could overcome. In overcoming this, you reduce your self-imposed limitation by more than you could imagine. The fear of what others will think of you is what keeps you from the majority of everything you want. That one fear. It isn't death. It isn't being homeless. It, it isn't being in pain. In physical pain, you would rather be in physical pain than have others disapprove of you. Now think about that. as leaders and teachers at this, what we would call 
an important time on your planet. You have been given information. You have remembered information. You are speaking to infinite intelligence over and over and over, all of you within yourselves, in groups, with many other teachers. And yet, you generally keep it to yourself. Not because you don't believe it to be true. Not because you are selfish and you want to have a good life and watch everyone around you live in crap but because you are afraid that they will think you are a little weird. And if you could push through that, and if you could just speak what you know and share what you believe, enjoy in fun, you would find that certainly some would find you to be weird, but most will hang on your every word because it is the truth, because they will remember as you speak and because they could not be in your presence if they were not ready to hear what you had to say. The ones that think you are weird are simply responding to what you believe about yourself. They are responding to your fear. There is nothing out there if you want to talk about this, if you want to be who you truly are, if you want to live the life that you want to live, then you must overcome this fear that you might look a little silly, that you might say something wrong, that you might give a message to someone that they will not understand and they will say no. That is not for me. You must overcome this fear if you want to live the way you say you want to live. You are all teachers. You are explorers. You are lights on this planet. And most of you hide it 90% of your waking hours. We understand that it is scary, but look at the community you have created around you. Now, all of you do not live in the same town. There is a reason for that, by the way. If you did, you would never go anywhere. You would stay together and discuss these concepts and create your own entropy that would be disastrous. You would never go anywhere, but do you see how connected you are, how much you love and adore each other, how much fun you have when you are together, and then you disperse and go all over this planet. And you could create the very same thing right in your backyard by simply talking about what you know, sharing what you believe but you will not do it. You just lament the fact that you cannot be with your friends. No one can change this, but you, no one. There are those among you that speak this all of the time. Those that represent light and love and you adore them and others adore them. The only ones that will find you to be weird, that will ostracize you, will be showing you 
how you feel about yourself within this idea. And you know what to do with that. You know how to process that. So what are you afraid of? Nothing. This was not a rhetorical question. Um, now I'd like some of you guys to ask a question if you have one. Sam? I would like to know more about light language, what it is, where it originated from. And if we speak it ourselves, can we activate our own DNA? Most certainly. You can activate your own DNA. The idea of having several of you doing this at once and focused on others is simply the concept that you might know from the Bible that whenever two or more of you are gathered, this is power. This is a amplification of energy that is all that it is. The light language concept. Light language is just that. You are light. You are light. Do you hear that? You are light. It is the language of you. It is the language of your soul. It exists for all of you. It is expressed in many ways. It is expressed in writing, in art. It is expressed in dance, in symbol, in sign language. It is expressed in words that are audible, in singing. It can be expressed in many ways, and it comes from deep within you. It is the language of your soul, the language of your light. It is also one of the first things that will show up for you as you move through these activations, this connection to that, remember, that we said that these activations, this activating of the DNA helps you to remember who you are. This language has always been there for you. You will just be uncovering it. You will feel it in the hands as your friend Crystal does. You will feel it in singing as Christy does or in vocalization. You will feel it as Isabel does in writing and drawing. Many of you have this expression in just many different ways. The activation can be done on your own. The getting into the void, the focusing on the sacred geometry, the cheery of life, the cubicle cross, these things within your body that help you focus and expand your energy field and become aware of it the speaking of the light language, the singing, the frequencies, the intuition of the frequency of tone that is proper for you to listen to in the moment. This can all be accessed by each one of you. The groups are simply fun. And as they are done in groups, by groups, focused attention, the power in it is great and it is amplified. That is all. We honor the beings of love and light that you are. We know you and we love you. White Light and Joshua are talking about how beneficial this activation program is. 
until Christy and I got our belief systems open enough to do something as woo-woo as this, it was never going to come through. Now that it has, and we've seen the benefit of it, and we're getting comfortable with it, we're very excited to share it with other people. We've seen uh, about nearly 100 people go through different activations, some personal, some in groups, all of them live here. We've just started being able to figure out how to record this on Zoom. And there's a little process that we do with crystals, actually, which is something else I never would have believed. But it seems to work perfectly. We've done two of these on Zoom now, and we'll do some more. And then we're going to do our group activation starting December 2nd. If you'd like to be part of that, send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. All right, right now I'm going to play the entirety of my activation. You can listen to it if you like. It won't have any meaning for you because it was de designed for me, but it just gives you a sense of what the activation is. When it's a group activation, these generally last 40 to 50 minutes because there's a bunch of people in there and Christy and Crystal and Chris are speaking to everyone in that group specifically in their own light language. Plus, while you're doing this, you're given a specific Hertz tone to listen to and you play that on your side just specifically for you that's part of this activation all right here is the rest of it and please like subscribe and do all that wonderful stuff and until next time have a wonderful week Ishiana tua kasanayata ia tua oa. Aria kana oa sikia hura tu ruetuna kana tia ata kaliatua. Ishania ta a a sikiata. Shua a ira to akia. Ira kiasa. Oa tia nana ishia kasana utia kana. Ashana to kusianta orakia unakitia alakia asikiana alas tua ishia kiana itia iti kayana tetiana ariashikiana uatikasia a maya ashianta i puantia ale tua shania isikiana ashikatia ashu atsia Ekuana tia alianta yanshu Isika anianto Inkalia faria O haya ii aiko aha inu haya inke Ebuhana Atanel i ukaya ohana ikiayana ehua yala i di ishiaha ahua shaka a iata uhayana ahiahu akayanti anhan i alati ahia e usu akaya iti uhaya naniha anihi huaya ishe ne hua la yea a tan e uahantani ukaya anta isha Ahi ua lahi. Ahi hu haya. Ehu hayana ishi. Batu hayana ti shiana. Ahiani ia uakaya. Aya ne kuhaya.
Ehu hana takihi yana. Ehu haya nishina. Ilakiatorana <laughs> Shoratoran on the henia tolea hanehe shetra tehena haletea. Orla to hea ea hatera no shotea kakea nea. Hea ea toranea. Ora torotea nona shoa teka kakania tea to o heta ana teneka. Nora tua do ea nadara shura to kani. A ea nadara kia anara shura oyata. Nora toto e shura katea ea nanana na hea dea aya tua nodena. Terra hera shoe and a tanan ea tea nea nea tua teka ara tua ana na ehe voroto shoe tea naha. To or nea ta shoe tea naha neke ea turona. Toro horre aha shoe na tele etania a tere ela orota. Toshora oa teta kia nata ea ara nara era, hia oa ot totana. Bere tota ora nata dana shia nia kia da tea nala taka a shore te. Ore tea shore na hanehe, nia hatura kia dona shate kanaya ka. No ora to osara katea aha, katea nena ti arahana tua nakata. Nara ora kadasha ore tekasha ea ean tara arakada ore. Fora osara tarahana finneneka atara ataka. Shora tora dono tatane ena aha ea tone e hea ea osho oenata rena. To horosho oraka orehena tena nikia aka. To shode nara eda tede adakora orekera nirati kea. Shoda no katera hida nara ha. Aranene nita tela likashira ataha. Ia 
tuara ora ana tuara era nena ena ha ana rasho tere kanea a oraya nea tea kedia turu ora sho atatea nea kara era sho etatekea nena ara ete Oso ora vera hara ana nea nea akaka asharate. Nera ora ora kara ashaka ara atakela ea nete ale la. Ilia anarkana nanasuya tia kia ana ale atana. Ia aka nekalate. Nekalate. Onona e kai a ketera a. Ah. 